Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hanging with you on CBS Sports Radio. Jody Mack rolling for another couple hours. We've got a nice little mix of all sports in the first hour and change of today's show. We're going basketball heavy here. A little NBA and a little collegiate basketball because our next guest spent a whole bunch of years in the NBA. Uh, and is going to spend in the next couple, who knows, maybe decades uh, uh, coaching at Alabama State. Former NBA All-Star Mo Williams joins us here on CBS Sports Radio. Mo, Jody Mack here. How are you doing today? How you guys doing? How you doing? Good. What are you doing to keep yourself safe and happy and sound these days? Well, obviously, um, just getting prepared. You know, obviously, school has started. We've started. Um, practicing a little bit, so we're just trying to get some things accomplished. All right, so Mo, give us the uh, rundown on how things are at Alabama State. Uh, When you say school is opened, are kids taking class virtually via computer? Is the campus open? How are things uh, being handled right now at Alabama State? Uh, Campus is open. You know, our our kids have, you know, some classes that's virtual and also have some classes that they they attend physically. So, um, you know, the, the university has done a great job of putting the protocol together to make sure that we are safe and that we do have those um, safety protocols that are in place. Um, and it's, it's been, been really good thus far. We haven't had any cases that I know of spike up, and um, we're just trying to continue to practice those safety measures to keep this going on. That's great to hear, and uh, good for you guys down there. Um, you mentioned get in some practice. Well, you can't officially have practices because you're not allowed to by NCAA rules, but you can have workouts that you can keep an eye on but can't necessarily have hands-on uh, things going on. How has that gone for you? I, I got to believe that's a little uh, dicey the first time you ever do it because you want to get down to coach and get in there and blow some whistles and do some hands-on demonstrations right off the bat do you not well we we do um you know have an hour um which is four hours a week to put our hands on to get on the court and um get through some drills on the court so we do utilize those times and also with those four for all the hours we total eight hours that we can do strength and conditioning so we definitely um take advantage of those eight hours that we do have um and, and implement our culture and implement our system and getting our kids a little bit faster and stronger. Coach is a guy who played uh, upwards of 13 seasons in the NBA after having an outstanding college career. At what point did you say to yourself, 
hey, I know at some point uh, I'm just not going to have it to be able to play anymore. What am I going to do with the rest of my life? Maybe coaching. When when did you first have that conversation with yourself in your head? Well, that happened um, my third year in the NBA. Um, I coached an AAU team, which was a 14 and under AAU team, and went to Nationals um, along with a few more um, places out of state, just kind of what they consider big-time kind of tournaments, where the best of the best going to be at, and that's where the bug kind of jumped on me and never left. Okay, so you say that was your third season while you were in Milwaukee? Yeah, in 2005. Okay. Uh, how did you get hooked up with the AAU group you were with in Milwaukee? Well, you know, I had a good friend of mine at the time, and um, his son was 14 years old. I actually uh, ended up going to play at uh, North Carolina, J.P. Tokoto. Um, his family, we was real close at the time of my time in Milwaukee, and I was around that summer, um, spent my summers there the off season, and, um, you know, I used to get to high school gym and work out sometimes, and that's where they also practice, and I just stuck around some time and watched them practice and got out there, and it just ended up me coaching that team and enjoying every moment of it. That's a great backstory. How did you end up as the man at Alabama State? No, you had done some assistant coaching previously. No, that's where you're originally from, Alabama State. Longtime coach resigned at the end of the year. Did you pursue them? Did they pursue you? How did the marriage come together to make you the head coach of that university? Well, um, I showed interest. And obviously, um, you know, from that, that standpoint, they had to go through their list of people that they was interested in through through interest uh, of them. So I would definitely say, um, you know, it was interest from my side and um, the rest is history. Okay, so you got the job and I'm sure you did a little recruiting, but the recruiting class and the players that are already there are there and you're going to get a chance to coach them. How much of an advantage do you think you're going to have out on the recruiting trail as a 13-year NBA, former NBA All-Star, going into a young man's house that can convince uh, him to come to Alabama State? Well, you know, I, I will hope um, things I've done and accomplishments that I've, you know, um, you know, had in my career gets me, you know, in the door to those homes that normally, um, you know, Alabama State couldn't get in. But for but for that. Um, I think that, you know, we have a lot of other things that's in place already that obviously helps that. You know, I think we have the best, you know, facilities in our conference. Um, so we're very proud about that and still, you know, trying to get those things, um, you know, to a level, you know, of competing with the best of the best. And uh, we're we're going in that direction. And, you know, when we, you know, recruiting someone and we're in their homes, you know, we, we take, you know, myself and my coaching staff and things we we we've accomplished and the vision that we have to going forward, what we're trying to get accomplished, and we get the right group, we'll, we'll get the right right culture, the right kids. You know, we'll, we'll build it the right way. All right, coach, you put a couple of years in at Cal State Northridge. How does the basketball in the conference that you are just an assistant coach in compare to those you're going to be facing in your conference this year with your Alabama State Hornets? Basketball is basketball. Um, you know, competition is nationwide. Um, I, you know, I don't look at it as conferences. You know, they're, they're all, you know, Division One basketball players, and they're all competing. They're all pretty good. And, you know, we came from a – um, conference, you know, obviously I was at the Big West and obviously I'm in the swag now, but 
you know, looking at these teams and all the teams from top to bottom, um, you got to come with your hard hat on. You got to come ready to compete. And if you don't, you will get beat. We are talking to Mo Williams, former NBA All-Star guard, now head coach at Alabama State. Here with us on CBS Sports Radio. All right, I want to ask you about uh, two of your former coaches, maybe mentors that you played under, and how much uh, of a conversation you keep up with those guys and what you learned for them when you played under them. First, your college coach, Mark Gottfried. You are now a Division One college coach. Uh, do you stay in touch with your former coach? Is he the kind of guy that you can still learn things from, more from a coaching aspect than a playing aspect when he's trying to help you get him to win games at Alabama? Well, obviously, um, you know, I just look back at, you know, obviously my career. Um, you know, I've been around this game ever since I've been five years old. And, you know, going to, through high school, going through college, leaving college, being a professional all these years, I've, I woke up every single day, um, and I never went a day without thinking about the game of basketball. Not one day. Right. Um, so when when I look at those things, that's you know to answer your question, I have you know guys that I talk to and guys that um, you know that I've been around that I've learned from and, and takes took bits and pieces of things that they've done successful or failed at. Um, but at the same time, I have a lot in my head. And things I've, I've experienced in, in, in my short time of thinking about basketball every single day um, that I want to implement. And I just, you know, wouldn't let that get clouded by something someone else has developed over their time. Um, so I believe in what I feel. I believe in what I've dreamed. Uh, and I'm ready to put it all into, into tuition. Fair enough. Uh, I do want to ask about one of your ex-NBA coaches, and that was the team uh, that you played on that won a championship when you returned to Cleveland uh, in 2015 to 2017, and that's Coach Tyron Lue. Uh, he is on the staff of the Clips these days, and uh, there are a lot of rumors going around about him being a potential head coach again in the league with some of the teams that have uh, openings around the league at this time. Uh, when you've played for Coach Lou, what was the best thing about his handling of the players? If you, if there's one attribute of his coaching knowledge or style that you would look to immediately adapt, what would it be? Well, obviously, he does know how to communicate with stars, uh, for one, um, and and you know, the coaching on that level, you have to be able to communicate with your star. Um, but at the same time, he actually knows what he's doing. He's been around great coaches uh, that, that are X and O guys. He sat over there with Doc um, over over the years, and Doc's and you know when I think about him in X and O situation, he's terrific. Um, so he's been around some great coaches, and he's played the game also um, at a high level, and and woke up every single day and thought about basketball. And, you know that was his only job, and so he has some things in his head that he feel like that can work, and he's done that. And he's a, he was able to, you know, to step in with us in 2016 and lead us, you know, mid-year with a lot of pressure on him. And, you know, he did a terrific job. You mentioned being able to uh, coach up and balance the things that are necessary to work with star players. Well, there's no big star than LeBron James, and he was the guy who helped lead you guys to that championship along with Coach Lou. What was their relationship like? Well, I don't know. I mean, as far as when I'm around, you know, they're they're, they're great. You know, that's a question that you know you, you have to ask them. I don't really right. know how their personal relationship, but as far as 
you know, on the court and, and being coachable, I mean, they, their relationship was great. Um, it was no issues at all. It was never an issue. All right, out of your NBA teammates, who do you stay most in touch with? Well, a lot of guys. Um, I mean, pretty sociable. Um, obviously, we stay in touch with a lot of guys. and um, I would say the guys that I probably stay in touch with the most is, is Dane. Um, you know, and we, we talk a lot. We keep stay in touch. And most other guys are retired like me, you know, that have time to talk. <laughs> you know, so there <laughs> ain't no need me to mention those names, but. You know, those guys, we stay in touch. I just tell you a couple, you know, like TJ Ford, we've been close forever. Um, we talk a lot, you know, and our conversations usually lead, you know, a couple hours when we get on the phone. So, um, you know, it's a fraternity. You know, I think uh, people don't understand that. I think they do. But, you know, we we all respect each other. Uh, we all, you know, try to stay in touch with the relationships we do uh, develop personal with each other, and that lasts for a lifetime. Now, do you do the uh, actual call thing or just do the text thing? I think both. You know, okay. um, you know. I think you know for for us, you know, in, in today's you know texting is like you know having a really a uh, phone conversation. To be honest with you, uh, guys are really busy, and a lot of times text is all you get. But like I said, you know, when you do have time to you know answer a phone phone call and have a conversation, it's always refreshful. Um, that always leads to a you know hour long conversation because you're kind of just catching up a lot. Did you attempt to coax any of your former teammates or people you met along the way, maybe a, uh, a guy who coached you, to come down and join the Alabama State staff because you you knew that they're thinking in basketball, their way of plotting and planning yeah, and coaching. Sure. Who well, who you reach out to? Yeah, um, you know my staff is obviously uh, people that. I do have a relationship with, to answer your question, um, my associate head coach, Dan Jackson, he's, he's actually was my high school AAU coach when I was 14, 15 years old, so our relationship goes back that far. Um, you know, really good friend of mine, one of my best friends, grew up with him, played high school ball together. He was a teammate with me for with the Cavaliers, um, Trey Johnson. He's an assistant. Um, you know, so my assistance is, is, is guys that, you know, I've been knowing for a long time. Um, so I'm very excited about, you know, the, the everything that they bring to the table. All right. Um, if you've got a player on your team that you think has a chance to uh, have some NBA potential, maybe a second-round draft pick or a guy who can walk into a camp next year, if there are camps next year, not in a bubble, um, uh, who's the most talented player on your team we need to keep an eye out for this year? Well, I think that, you know, for the most important thing is those guys getting their education, to be honest with you. Um, you know, my goal is, you know, for our five seniors that we do have to get education, to get their degree, graduate, um, you know, the NBA should be the last thing on their mind. You know, if they're blessed to be in that situation or have that, you know, capability or opportunity, well, God bless you. But um, just to answer your question, just getting a degree and getting them ready for life is is all I really care about. Fair enough. Coach, last thing, and I was surprised by this. I just uh, wanted to get a couple stats on you, so I punch you up on basketball reference. You actually played more games for the Bucks than you did Cleveland. I think of you as a Cav, even though you played more games for the Bucks. What do you think mm-hmm. of yourself as? <laughs> I'm a journeyman. Um, <laughs> you know, I, got, I, got love. <laughs> I got love for them all. 
They all treated me well. He does have a uh, lengthy resume, seven different teams, and uh, 200 and change games with both the Bucks and the Cavs. You'll always be a Cav. That championship ring will remind you where you came from, even if you That's did it. get your love of coaching while you were in Milwaukee. Uh, exactly. bet, best of luck to you this upcoming season, Coach. We'll keep an eye on your squad. Thanks for a couple minutes tonight. I appreciate it. Thank you. My pleasure. That is Mo Williams, first-year Division One coach for Alabama State this season and former Cavs guy who wasn't going to tell us about the relationship between Tyron Lowe, uh, Lou and uh, LeBron James. He said, ask them. Well, okay, Chef, get one of those two guys on the line next, okay? You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 